Go. And start. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. Welcome to Get Dumped On, an Info Dump podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Andrew. There are three other people here. Zach, Ash, and Bo. Hey. <laughs> this, <laughs> uh, this Info Dump podcast is where four friends get together and uh, dump their special interest knowledge on the other three. Today, we have Zach is going to be doing a dump on us with a follow-up episode of the previous episode about tattoos about Utsi the Iceman. Which again, I want to name my child Utsi the Iceman in full because it's great. Would their first name be Utsi the Iceman, or would it be like first name Utsi, middle name the Iceman? Last it would be a share situation. First name greatest. Yeah, it would be. It'd be a share situation where they're just Utsi the Iceman. I love it. A uh, good old fashioned mononym. Y- yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, um, I'm dumb, man. I don't know words. <laughs> if words are over two syllables, I'm out. Oh yeah, well that is a three syllable word. So yeah, see, I know syllables. You said oh, the shit, word syllables. syllables. Yeah, never mind. That didn't make any sense. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just like a robot oh getting God. itself into a logic, uh, a logic circuit, and then it, the, tur- the Turing test is happening in my own brain. Holy Let's fuck! Let's do a hard research. Holy cow! Um, yeah, so I'm I'm really excited because like when I was talking about tattoos last episode and I was talking about it, see. I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about any of this stuff because I really want to be able to get into in depth all the stuff because it's so cool. And so, Zach, I'm so excited for you to take us there. And I'm going to be reminded of all the cool things that I f- had once known and then I forgot. And now I'm going to re-know right now. So this is all about Utsi? Like 100%. Yeah, I'm super stoked to do this. There's so much information about this guy um, that like I had to cut things out and I still have three pages of notes. Um, just, just it's kind of sometimes bonkers. the sequel's not as good as the original. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So Bo, um, just for the hey. listeners' knowledge, just in case the person listening to this did not listen to the previous episode before this, um, you know, within a span of time where they would still remember everything that happened, I would like to have Bo give us a recap on Utsi the Iceman without help from the other two. I'm just an Irish tattoo man. Walking in the mountains. Oh no, here comes snow. I'm frozen. It's me, Utsi, the Irish snowman. You think he's Irish? Holy fuck! Oh my god, that that was incredible. I that like holy sh- like sell sell that to Broadway. Fucking, are you kidding me? That was amazing. Oh, I'm just an Irish. <laughs> He's not. He's not Irish. He's not he's Irish. He is now. Holy shit. No, 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 no. Oh, no, he's no. Italian, he isn't he? Oh, he's, Italian. he's definitely. He's from New York, though. He's from New York. He's an Italian New York guy. Go. Hey, I'm just hey, walking here. here through the mountain. Got to get my cool from my family. <laughs> it's yes, really cold. So he was a natural mummy who was frozen. He had tattoos on his body. They were uh, mostly. They think like medicinal in some way because they were small geometric tattoos. He had a bunch of them, uh, just as a recap. And so now we're going to learn more about the man behind the tattoos. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I basically don't really talk about the tattoos any further because why bother? You gave them such a good treatment in the previous episode. So let's get going. Let's get started. Um, so, 
Utsi, uh, who we've all lovingly dubbed the Iceman, um, was, is, is the preserved body of a man from the Alps dating back to the early Calcolithic, um, which is the late Neolithic. Um, Calcolithic is the Copper Age. Uh, it's just the funny Greek name for it. We can just call it the Copper Age from here on out. But Calcolithic is a pretty fun word for me to say, at least. Um, Too many syllables. Yeah, but it's it, it makes your mouth move in a fun way. Calcolithic. 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 Yeah. Calcolithic. It's pretty fun. Calcolithic. See, you got it. You got it. Calcolithic. 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 You got it. We're all advancing. It's great. Look at us go. So his the so the body was discovered in 1991 by a group of hikers um, in the Utstol. Uh, the Utstol Ranges, uh, part of the uh, Alps. Um, it's at a point that's kind of right in the border between Italy and Austria. And that was actually um, uh, a kind of That's a long way for, from Ireland. Yeah, pretty, pretty long way from Ireland. But almost like he wasn't Irish and had never <laughs> been there. And the concept of Ireland wasn't probably a thing at all. Oh, yeah, there's also like the first yeah, Irishman. That's crazy. A lot of. <laughs> That's where um, misleading Scorsese, our listeners. Scorsese got that movie, <laughs> The Irishman, from. Let's see. Okay. There was uh, there was a dispute between Italy and Austria over who like which company which country owned his remains and like where he they could make uh, a museum like specifically to house him, um, and eventually it was decided that it was Italy, but like. The area where he was found is a really sketchy border. Hey, anyway, so he was discovered in and 1991. Like it, wasn't, it wasn't Italy when he was alive. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. The concept of Italy is uh, like even Italy as like a unified country is like less than 100 years old. And before that, it was just a bunch of unincorporated city states that hated each other. Um, and if you remember from the last episode, Utsi is 5,300 years old. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, Utsi owns Italy. Pretty much. They might as well make him the prime minister. Yeah, like he came first. Like finders yeah. keepers, bro. Like he was there. It's clear he was there because he was frozen in ice. So exactly, give it to him. Yeah. So he was found emerging from a thawing glacier, ten thousand five hundred and thirty feet above sea level. Initially, the two hikers who found him contacted the cops because they thought it was somebody who had died relatively recently. You know, sometime within the past couple of decades. And so the next day they came back, they went down into a town and the next day they came back with a gendarme, uh, like a local police. A gendarme. Wow. A gendarme. What a fancy word. It's basically a cop. And so together with the help of some other people, they uh, tried to remove the body from the ice. Uh, They used ice axes and a jackhammer. No, that's safe. Yeah, unsurprisingly damaged him uh, just a little. At this point, were they, they were still operating under the, assess, the assumption that it was somebody pretty recently? Well, so it was pretty apparent pretty quickly that it was not a re- like a recent body once they took him out because he had on uh, like his, well, all he was wearing, all that was left on his body was a shoe. But it was a pretty old school shoe. But at this point also they found a lot of the artifacts that were at the burial site. Well, not burial site. Oh, he wasn't wearing um, clothes were, at all? Or did the clothes like fallen, deteriorate or whatever? They had come off of his body, uh, basically. Oh, buddy. Oh, man. 
<laughs> it was probably like after he died, <laughs> somebody came around and fiddled with it. No, but Yo, Jesus Christ. No, he. Why are you laughing? That's gross. Yeah, it is gross. Um, somebody came around and fiddled with me. <laughs> basically, what happened is that after he died, the body was um, trapped in the glacier and it kind of slid down like the glacier, like slid down the mountain and like the glacial forces kind of scattered everything around like a hundred foot area or so. I don't remember exactly oh, how wide it so was. So you're saying that um, it sounds like a children's book, like, let's see the icy snowman. He didn't have a belt. He slid down the ice and his pants <laughs> fell off. And now 5,000 years later, they found him naked. Why do you think that's a, a children's book? He did have I don't a know. belt. I don't fucking uh, know. Actually. Oh, it's he was a snowman in Italy. He walked carefully and froze. So I got nothing. I lost it. But I, I love it. you so much. You, you tried. <laughs> I get you know, A plus for effort. I like We'll it. have a song by the end. We'll have a, we'll have a no, we, developed no, a perfect song. Yeah, I think end. we will. I'll work on yeah. the whole podcast. You keep talking. I want to work on a song. All right, well, don't work on it to the point where you're not contributing to the podcast. What'd you say? I was thinking in my head. <laughs> uh, so basically, they thought that it was a cold case, but... Um, someone say it. Someone say it. Because he was took, frozen? Okay, there it is. Okay. Yeah, because he was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I have in my notes is, but once some scientists took a look at the body, they realized it was quite the cold case indeed. Oh. Um, Did you write that? Did you write that? Yes, that's what I wrote. Cool. I loved it. Oh, thank you. Um, so because they found all this weird old stuff with the body, they contacted an archaeologist um, who took a look at it. And hey, this doesn't look right. Yeah, and was like, yeah, this is old as shit, dude. This, <laughs> this is like fucking up. old as hell, dog. You uh, probably shouldn't have used a jackhammer. Yeah. <laughs> they go to the guy and they're like, hey, like, check this out. And the first thing he goes, did you, did you fucker jackhammer this thing? That's a jackhammer wound. <laughs> I, I just know this. Now, something's telling me that even if it didn't turn out to be the oldest known preserved body at the time, even if it was a relatively recent crime scene, wouldn't it be a bad idea to use a jackhammer anyway? Yeah, yeah nev that's never your first thing you should use, unless you're a fireman trying to get somebody out of an actively burning car, or that's it. Yeah. They, so the archaeologist who was looking at it pretty much immediately was like, yeah, this is at least 4,000 years old. Um, so they took some samples and sent them off for carbon dating and the carbon dates came back with a range of 3,350 to 3,110 BCE, um, which would make it about 5,200, like between 5,100 and 5,300 years old, um, making it at the time the single oldest known preserved human remains, which Heck is yeah. pretty cool. Did Utsi live in those mountains? That's weird to me that he would be all the way up there. Oh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about on. it. Okay, okay. This, okay, so the whole BCE thing is why I really appreciate paleoanthropology, because we just use BP. We just use how many years ago was it? Well, it was how many years, BP is how many years before 1950 was it? Yeah, I know, and that's why it's dumb, because I don't care about 1950. <laughs> I mean, no you could does. just argue that BCE is just based on an arbitrary division between BCE and CE that is... Uh, it is. It is. Well, it's before Common Era, right? Mm-hmm. So it's secularizing the BCAD thing. Because yeah. BC means before Christ and AD means anno, anno Domini, which is like Latin. Fucking sucks. I don't know. BCE. Um, common Era. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, I just like to say how many years ago it is because then you don't have to think about it. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. easier for me. I don't like minusing things and plusing things, dividing. Yeah. Oh, just add know. like two thousand years. It's like, oh my god. Okay. Okay, and I get my let me get my graphing calculator out. <laughs> so he's five thousand three hundred years ago is when he died, and so you know how carbon dating works. It's not really that important. Uh, yeah, you this I think you, you, I think you explained that in a previous podcast. Um, basically, for the listeners, in oh, case that was you're curious, I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, basically, uh, as you live, you accumulate carbon-14 isotopes within your body. And then once you die, those isotopes start to deteriorate at a constant rate. We know the rate that they deteriorate at, so we can measure um, the amount of carbon-14 that's left um, and use that to determine how long ago it started deteriorating. And it gets you really, really accurate results up to... I want to say about 50,000 years old. Um, the limitations of it is that it only works on like living material, only works on organic material. You can't like date a rock or something with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it has to have, it has to have some sort of like, like Utsi was so well preserved that he still had those carbon 14s or whatever they were on their yeah, person. So like you could date a really old bone. You could date a piece of wood. You could date um, like a seed. You could date anything like that. You wouldn't be but able would to they date. Really like, love you back if you date them. <laughs> It's really it. It depends on the. It depends on if it's a a, a date, like like the fruit. Oh, nice. <laughs> but so like, if a bone is old enough that it turns into a fossil, for example, then that you can't carbon date that because all that's li- because now it's entirely stone. Um, yeah. Okay. There are that's other cool. methods. I actually there didn't know that. Methods. So thank you for teaching me something right now. You're welcome. I'm there's learning. a lot of damn it. There's a lot of different. They're all called. <laughs> It's called radiometric dating, and so there's a lot of different um, isotopes that we can measure the um, half-lives of to determine dates of things. And so there's like, for, for older rocks, there's a uranium deteriorates into lead, and so you can measure the ratio of uranium to lead in a certain, certain types of rocks to determine how long ago that rock formed, uh, for example. There's, there's a whole, there's a lot of stuff like that. I would like to learn about Science Etsy, though. is crazy. Yeah. So um, speaking of though, like isotopic studies and stuff like that, we can talk about how um, Utsi, Utsi's body has pretty much become the most well-studied individual person in history. Like any sort of test that you can think of has been done to this guy. He's had he's CT scans. He'd had MRIs. He's had x-rays. He's had isotopes uh, taken from his body and studied carbon isotopes, nitrogen isotopes, uh, strontium isotopes, um, basically any sort of study that you can think of has probably been done on Utsi. And so we know know almost everything that there is to know about where he was from, where like what he ate, where he spent most of his life. And so he's a really interesting case to look at for what we can actually learn about the past, like using scientific methods, which is part of the reason why it's so interesting to talk about him. Did he have food in his stomach when he was found? Yeah, he did. We know what his last couple of meals were because of the the food in his stomach. And uh, <laughs> so okay, if Bo, um, I'm sure Zach already knows this. I assume Ash already knows this. But what was what was Etsy's final meal? You know, we're going to talk about that. That is a oh. that is a dumper chump. Sorry. Uh, later in the okay, episode. So we'll, leave it. Leave it. Don't answer the question. Boy, we're talking about it. Let's go, Andrew, baby. Come you on. You do that all the time to me. You're like, ooh, this prompt of this thing. And I'm like, ah, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to talk just I'm sorry. Your I'm sorry I'm bringing my curiosity you're just, you're to the table. You're just so excited, though. No, I love it. Yeah, I was going to say shoe as a joke. <laughs> We'd love to see it. 
So, he ate dude. his shoe because he only was found with one. Oh, he had oh that's one. funny. Oh, my God, God. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Fucking, this is why you're on the podcast. Good job. Good job. This is why we pay you the big buck. Thank you. And more, please. So his body is being kept in cold storage at a museum that was it's basically a freezer that was specially made for him. It's uh, He's kept at about 20 degrees Fahrenheit. He's so um, we covered this last time, right? He's the wet mummy? Yeah. And he's wet. They spray him down. This, with and somebody somebody stands next to him with a mop, and they slap him every twenty minutes. Oh, they spray him down uh, every couple of days, basically to keep him iced over. And so I'm like, going to say they slap him with a mop. That's my favorite part of that. I want to just picture. If you want to mop. picture it in your head as a guy as a mummy being slapped with a mop, that is your prerogative. You're allowed yeah, to do and it, that. It's like it's like a janitor, like in a high school uniform, like with a big big mustache, and he's balding, and like he never ever talks to anybody, and all he just goes and he slaps with a mop. <laughs> Okay, I just need you to know, like, you can think that, but I just need you to know that that's not true, and the person, if it's not an automated system that does it, then the person who gets to spray down Uzi probably went to school for so many fucking years to be able to have the ability to be that oh, close. Oh, no. This no, guy didn't go to school. Mommy. The only school that he went to was the janitor of the school that he worked for. Yep. For way too long. And then he got fired for an unknown reason, and then they hired him to slap Uzi with him up instead. He was fiddling with the bodies. Oh God, Jesus Christ! He, so basically, the museum where he lives gets—they um, say they get like 150 requests where every he year. Lives. Yeah, where his <laughs> where he rests. Uh, they say that they get about 150 requests every year for people who want to research, uh, do research projects on his body, and they That's evaluate. Less than I thought, I guess. They, they probably evaluate, had a steep drop off. They evaluate each request and decide whether or not it's worth like thawing him out because that even as a process takes a couple of days um for him to thaw out safely and when they i actually i might be making that up i don't have that written down how long it takes to thaw him hey fake news fake news come on they have to they have to do it very carefully um and whenever they do any studies on him they have to do them quickly because um his like method of preservation like the way that he was preserved is very it's very reliant on the conditions where he was and so yeah remember from with the ice queen they didn't properly refrigerate mm -hmm. the remains going from the site that they found it to where they were keeping it and it deteriorated a lot in that short time yeah so he gets ripe uh and you can actually tell that there (laughs) is ripe there's mold growing on him uh in various spots because of um these initial like the, the period in between when he was taken out of the ice and they got him in a freezer um, he got a little moldy, uh, and it's it, you can still see it in pictures oh, of him. Um, so let's start with the first true or false dump or chump. Is this a dump or is this a chump? Uh, based on reconstructions of what he was like at the time of his death, rather than what his current body state is, Utsi had a magnificent top tier dumper, a big old fat ass. He had a dump truck. But dunk a dunk. For dump he had an ice cream truck. Oh, he had a dump. That's for sure. I mean, <laughs> if you're giving me the cho- if you're giving me the opportunity to choose between a dump truck and a flat piece of crap, I'm gonna choose the big fat dumper. He had dumps like a truck, 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 truck. truck. Thighs <laughs> like what? What? Utsy, move your butt. I think I'll <laughs> sing it again. This is just me getting your hopes up because it's not true. He was actually God, fucking, very skinny. Why would, you, why would you do this to me? You Zach, know how much yeah. I love Zach, big old dump trucks. Zach, Zach. Yeah, well, you know, bitch I'm Zach. sorry. I just wanted to get you guys thinking about, you know, the possibilities. No, all yeah. I'm thinking about is hot, juicy asses right now on Frozen Iceman. And Cisco. And Cisco. 
Now think about tiny shriveled asses and also the rest of a man. Yeah, man. now think man. about a very skinny 45-year-old man. Italian man. A 45-year-old Italian From man. From Ireland. No, he, Italy didn't <laughs> exist. You said they found him in Italy. Well, yeah, current day Italy, but when he was alive, he didn't st- stand here and be like, I'm so glad to live in Italy. He spoke a language that doesn't exist anymore and called it a place that has been long forgotten. Rome will never hey, fall. Hey, I'm Lutti the Iceman. Hey. hey, what's the matter you? And Oh, it's so cold. Oh, the Colosseum, <laughs> it looks so beautiful. Oh, I'm so cold. <laughs> so uh, based on reconstructing what he would have looked like uh, when he was alive, he was about five foot two. He was a short little guy. Um, short he, no, he's just a little he was guy. a short king. He was in his mid forties. He had a U.S. size eight shoe. Uh, he had brown eyes, Mediterranean skin tone, and type O blood. That's my oh, size shoe. That's some good blood. What was his zodiac sign? I don't know if we. I don't think we can tell that. He definitely has the tendencies of Capricorn. O mm. blood is the universal donor, right? Yes. Right. Oh. Oh, I, I think that's yes. right. Pretty sure yeah. that's right. Yeah. Boom. You just got dumped on by us. Boom. <laughs> so I want to keep talking about, um, I want to keep talking about his body. Um, <laughs> hey, the things that we've learned about kind of the, his state of health. when and he his died. lack of so, a dump truck. And his lack of a dump truck. So I'm going to give you two dumps and a chump. I'm going to go from one right into the other. Two dumps and a chump. So I've got three options. One of them is incorrect. Okay. So pick, pick the wrong one. So is it A, Utsi had the oldest known case of heart disease, B, Utsi had the oldest known case of diabetes, or C, Utsi had the oldest known case of Lyme disease? Diabetes, all the way. Uh, Lyme disease, because Italians don't do good with Lyme's. God that, damn it, why do you make that me change true... my answer every fucking time? Okay, it's Lyme disease. Also, Lyme disease doesn't have anything to do with Lyme's, but okay. Yeah, but when you're in the mountains, you get ticks. You fool following Bo to your ultimate demise. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's like that American Dad episode where Steve's hanging out with that British kid and the British kid keeps telling him to do stupid things, but he keeps doing them because his accent sounds <laughs> cool. That's essentially <laughs> what's happening here. And he's like, oh, you should do this. And he's like, I don't know. It sounds like a good idea. But that accent, though, like anytime that's that Bo says anything, I'm like, well, you know, Lyme disease. So you were ultimately correct for the Andrew. Your first guess was right. Uh, oh, fuck. I he did me. He, he did not have diabetes, but he did have heart disease and Lyme disease. Hmm. Um, oh, fuck. And, and a litany of other things. Oh, so, by, the way, by the way, I was trying to guess the right answer. That's where I fucked up at. I said it so many times. I said so many you times. You know Bo doesn't listen. He's thinking about Irishmen <laughs> and, and New York and Italian frozen men. He's thinking with about Irishmen with fat asses. <laughs> and eating macaroni. <laughs> and Bane. Um, Beans? Oh, and Bane. Bane. <laughs> okay, okay. What would Irish oh, Bane sound like talking about asses and macaroni? I would love to hear what this sounds like. Bo, take it away. <laughs> Irish Bane talking about macaroni? Yeah. Oh, you like macaroni? That's just Bane. That's just Bane. That's it's just Bane. Just something Irish there. <laughs> what a macaroni? It's hard to do oh, that. Yeah. I, I see. Fine, it's fine. I'll, do, I'll do Irish, Irish Bane. It's, my, it's more Sean Connery. So Irish. <laughs> I got nothing. I lost it. <laughs> or shiny tiny, Mr. Batman. <laughs> I'm, be, I'm getting um, some weird looks right now. Coming from oh, the other my room. God. See, my favorite number is 33. My favorite number is 33. <laughs> I love how you can't get any of this out. It's so funny. Uh, My favorite number is 33. <laughs> no, it just sounds weird. 
I don't know what the fuck mm. that was. You gotta put your hands over your mouth. So it sounds like you're wearing a mask. Oh, so you want to put She's like, Dorothy, she, she's in the Italian ice system. I was <laughs> oh my God. frozen in it. I didn't see the light. I was a man and I was already dissected. I'm from <laughs> Ireland, you say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, back on track. Although I loved that this was a great, this is a top tier uh, tangent, I think. You know, the, but, last, the last two top tier tangents have been just Bo doing Bane impression. So I think we should change the format of this podcast to Bo doing Bane impression. <laughs> Here's the thing on, about Bo. Is that I'll speak at Bane. Bo's, Bo's Bane impression is simultaneously the best thing I've ever heard and the worst thing I've ever heard, which makes it Bo, the best thing I've oh heard God, twice. Bo, I swear. It, the next upper decker you do should be on Batman villains, aka only Bane. I could do that. Yeah, tell me all about Bane. Bane I don't know anything time. about Bane, and you must speak Gosh. like him the entire time. So Bane was a Batman villain. <laughs> okay, Zach, take us away before we get too far. <laughs> okay, so overall, Utsi uh, was a pretty unhealthy guy uh, at the time of his death. Although I'm pretty sure that if anybody, if like if we had our bodies gone over with a fine tooth cone like Utsi's, I'm sure that none of us would come out particularly and we lived at a time works. without like health care and like you know yeah yeah so that's because remember you medicine. said before like once you get as pay, once you get past the age of 30 something back then it's you're essentially ancient mm-hmm. well once you made it past like once you made it past like 12 years old you were pretty much expected to live about as long as people do now but if you got sick or something, you were fucked. But like, if you didn't get too sick, like you could reasonably expect to live at least into your fifties or sixties, you know, unless you got a really nasty injury or an infection or something like that. And the, in or which fell case, into there an was ice n- hole, or, or fell disease. into an ice hole. So he had, was lactose intolerant. He had arteriosclerosis, which is the hardening of the arteries. He was genetically predispositioned to that because we've sequenced his genome. We know all about his genes. Um, he had cavities, gallstones, just like me. Um, he had intest- <laughs> intestinal parasites, so he was infected just with like whipworm. Me. Just like me. Just like me. You guys don't have it, parasites? He had Lyme disease, frostbite. Um, previously in the past, his, broken, uh, his ribs and nose were broken, and those were healed. Um, his 12th rib was missing because of a weird genetic mutation that happens sometimes in people that I didn't know about. Um, he had symptoms of past malnutrition, um, probably caused by a severe illness that he made it through and, um, probably had a lot of knee, hip, shoulder, and back pain because his knee, hip, shoulder, and back joint and joints were all goofed up. And that was why, uh, that's one of the theories for why he had the tattoos. Like we talked about last episode. Is that they were from like, uh, what's the word? What's the word for it when you get poked? Acupuncture. Acupuncture. That's all. Oh. And then on top of all of that, uh, the position he died in, and then the subsequent thousands of years of getting ground around by a glacier squished his body into a very uncomfortable looking position and moved around a lot of his organs. Though well, without he was much dead, damage, though, at that point, they just right? got squished so, around. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it took them a very long time to find his stomach, which is kind of funny. Um, and actually, the way that they found his stomach was that they uh, they were doing a scan and they found his gallstones. And they were like, oh, this is where the gallbladder is. The stomach's right next to it. Oh, that's where the stomach is. That's not where that's supposed to be. So that's kind of funny. Ugh, gross. I hate that. Um, <laughs> uh, and then another fun fact is that the previous evidence of malnutrition are these um, deep grooved lines that show up on your fingernails. Um, and they're called Bose lines. 
because Bo? they were hurt. It's, it's Bo's line to it anyway. <laughs> That's what happens when you only eat mac and cheese, specifically during podcasts. <laughs> I, fin- I finished that before the podcast started this time. This Did time? You have, do you have lines on your fingernails? How's that mac and cheese? People get that when they go through chemotherapy. They get lines on their fingernails from where they're not getting the nutrition and they're getting the poison from the medicine that's healing them. Now mm. I'm sad from people who have cancer. Thanks, Ash. I'm sorry. Well, Utsi didn't have cancer. <laughs> Let's talk about what he did have. Um, and that's a lot of Diabetes. stuff. Oh. No, he did not have that. That was we, the we only thing he this. didn't have. I know. I'm just, I'm, just keep going, keep going. Keep and going. he didn't that's have fine. cancer, so that's nice. Um, yeah, okay. Okay, so now I'm going to list <laughs> off the stuff that he was found with. Um, so, so much this student all... debt, dude. He had so much student debt. <laughs> he was drowning. Which... <laughs> he was freezing. He was freezing. Um, so he... Well, isn't freezing uh, just like above drowning, right? It's Your advanced eyes. drowning. It's, yeah. it's just a different state, you know? It's just <laughs> yeah. like a different side of the same coin. <laughs> This is advanced drowning. This is your normal um, drowning. It's advanced drowning. So he had the uh, frame, a, fr- a wooden frame to a backpack, but the backpack itself is gone. And so you need it's, a backpack? Uh, That's fucking cool. Yeah, so a lot of the stuff was probably kept in his backpack or on his person. So um, it was like but, a little wooden frame piece that he probably had like a, a some sort of canvas or... Yeah, it was probably bark. Um, is the theory that I read oh, it's based that's on, cool. based on like the traditional lifeways in the area. Like, people have been using these bark backpacks for years and years and years. That's awesome. They didn't and call so... them bark packs. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He'll be here all night, folks. He'll be here all night. Um, and so this like bark like backpack is one of the only things that didn't actually preserve. Anyway, so he had a woven grass cloak. Uh, he had a fur coat, a leather belt, uh, leather leggings, uh, and a leather loincloth. And he, he was only found with one shoe on his body, but they found the other shoe. So he did have two shoes. And, In his stomach. Um, <laughs> um, and so his shoes were actually really complex to the point where um, somebody who studies ancient shoes is, like, is pretty convinced that whatever community he was from had like a dedicated cobbler who just made shoes because they were like waterproof and made of like multiple pieces of leather stitched together. Um, 5,000 years ago. That's fucking dope. What do you do? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I study ancient shoes. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of these? Those are shoes. Good job. Sure are shoes. It seems like they would protect your feet. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so they were stuffed with grass um, as like insulation and to like prevent chafing. Um, And then the laces were made out of aurochs leather, which is pretty cool because the aurochs is the descendant of modern day cows and it's extinct now. I was Um, going to make a joke. I was like, that's my favorite Dr. Seuss. (laughs) uh, I'll allow it. That's fine. Thank you. I mean, well, Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss uh, has been canceled since then, but you know, that you can still make the joke. Did they full on have laces or was it like a rope tied around the whole foot? It was a rawhide string made out of uh, aurochs leather. Yeah, but did it go like like modern day laces or was it like you tied around your ankle? Do you know how it was affixed? Um, if you don't, I that's fine. That it, that's that's okay. No, I don't. I don't know. I they they actually had a logo on the side of the shoes too. They were Air Utsis. Well, the um, the, there's a company that actually made a replica of them. So it's kind of like the toe cap of the shoe is like one piece and then it's laced onto this like like the 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 like a frame for the rest of the foot that's made out of like a hemp well not hemp but a rope type of situation. Let's he's blazing that? 
Utsi Force Ones. Is that better? I liked Air Utsis. I liked Air Utsis. Yeah, Air Utsis is good. Okay. We rock it in okay. our Utsi Force Ones. So the next thing he's got is, um, oh, and the fur coat was made out of like uh, goat and sheep fur uh, mixed together. Uh, so then he had a cap made of bear skin. There That's was pretty freaking cool. I want it's a bear pretty skin rad. cap, kind of. Which means he killed the bear at some point. Or found mm-hmm. it. He killed the bear. Yeah. Or like his village all got together and killed the bear. Somebody killed Utsi, the bear Utsi, at some point Utsi, and he got the hat out Utsi of it. Or, or, I mean, how many hats do you think you can make out of bear skin? Probably a lot. At, li- at least yeah, one. Maybe like, yeah, maybe somebody else in the village killed a bear and was like, I'm getting everybody hats. Well, or it's like, maybe oh, that's we, need, how... we need these Sorry, pants, we need these hats, we need a couple of shirts, you know, just like what people need. Let's make it. And he was like, I need mm-hmm. a hat. They were like, ah, here you go. I think yeah. Utsi was on the hunt for another bear because he wanted to finish the ensemble. And then he slipped into the ice <laughs> thing. I almost Maybe. have the perfect fit. I almost have the perfect fit. So close. Uh, so there was a pouch on his belt, which had um, a couple of stone tools in it, a scraper, a drill, um, just a flake. Uh, and then there was a bone awl for hole punching and some dried fungus that was probably used as a fire starter. Oh, sweet. And for those for people who don't know about stone tools... They're, they're super cool because like when you say a scraper you know like what do you think that means andrew Bo? a scraper uh, is... well, it's like you scrape ice off with and unfortunately it didn't work for utsi if i <laughs> if i had to choose like a scraper i yeah i got nothing i don't know I, so it's, it's like yeah it's a it's a little stone tool that you like because you know how you when you make stone tools you kind of hit the sides off and they get sharp i guess yes i've never used one have you ever seen, seen a video of, of being made? Mm, uh, you just take a rock and make it into a sharper rock, right? By hitting it with another rock. Oh my god. Rocks. Yeah. It's, it's like Inception. <laughs> and so yeah, you like make one side sharp so you can scrape stuff with it. And like, I use the stones to sharpen the stones. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the end of his time, man. Yeah. He was essentially uh, Thanos. Mm-hmm. Or Bane. Basically, it's... Uh, it. these... So they're just different shapes of stone tools that he... Yeah, per- okay, essentially okay, it's just it. different well, shapes of stone tools. So and he what also was had, the shaper um, used for? Sorry, the scraper used for? It's for scra- making other tools? No, the, so the scraper itself is usually used... It's basically a very flat... Um, it's a flat stone flake with a, a very wide edge. And it's essentially used to scrape all of the viscera off of a hide before you prepare it and stuff like that. Oh, that, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Zach and Carry I on. took a class in grad school where we made our own stone tools by hand, and then we used them to butcher a deer. And it, it was, was awesome. awesome. You actually butchered a real deer? Oh, deer. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a hunter. <laughs> There's a lot of deer on the campus that we... um went to and it, they were a menace and so the government was like hey hunters, you, can hunt, you can hunt here um and so somebody donated one donate some to the class thankfully which is very kind um and we yeah, still have the deer skin where zach did it yeah that's, I, that's good, I that's immediately good called i immediately called dibs on the hide like as soon as we like like weeks before we were going to do the the butchering i was like i hope you all know that i'm getting the hide and nobody's allowed to like nobody's going to contest me on that uh, and then I spent most of the time scraping the hide so that I could have uh, the best claim to it. Uh, How long did that take you guys? Nobody... It was a couple of hours. It was about it was about three hours for all of us to butcher it. Um, and so, the, like the way that we were doing it was to kind of um, 
not only to learn about how each like type of tool was used, but also to see like how this use left where on the tools so that we could like recognize that when we found them in the field. And so like we were um, recording like, oh, yes, tool 12 was being used to scrape the hide for 45 minutes. And like we kept all of those records and then we like looked at them under a microscope to yeah, see. And like, these oh, yeah, are the differences like... I saw pre and post use. So that was a pretty fun day. Okay. Anyway, and so Otzi had anyway. stone tools that were that he made, presumably. Yeah, awesome that he made for these sorts of things. Um, he also had a, a tool. Uh, he had a, a tool for making those tools called a, re- a retoucher, um, which was basically a, a piece of antler which had um, a, a, a burned. It was a stick that had a hole drilled into it, and in that hole was put um, burned antler that was like really hard. And that's used for making really fine uh, pressure flaking. It's called uh, for breaking off pieces of stone. Work. Yeah, that detail work. Um, okay. He also had a copper axe with a wood handle. So it was basically just a big piece of sharpened copper attached to um, a U wood handle. He had a flint bladed knife, which was um, pretty much on its last legs. Uh, he had a quiver of arrows. There were 14 arrows. Two of them were finished. The rest of them were unfinished. Um, he had an unfinished bow, and he had tools to make the bow, uh, to make the arrows. Um, so, like, the retoucher that I was just talking about. Uh, then he had birch baskets, um, berries, and mushrooms, including a species of mushroom, which is often used for medicine. It has antiseptic properties. And then there was a stone disc on a string, which, according to the Iceman Museum, was a tool that you would use to hang dead birds from while you were hunting birds. So you'd like put it on your belt and then hang dead birds from it. Oh, okay. Okay. That would be helpful if birds were real, but they're not. Mm, They work for the bourgeoisie. (laughs) <laughs> so there's a lot of really interesting stuff kind of going on with his going on with the equipment and a lot you can there's just so much that you can learn about what kind of person he was and where he was from by like a deep study of all the stuff that he has but the most important thing and the one that really struck everybody's eye and that everyone wants to talk about is that copper axe and so this copper axe is really really rare and would have been extremely valuable and so like at the time when when Utsi was found the discovery of this copper axe pushed back the beginning of the copper age in Europe like we thought that they didn't start working with copper until hundreds or even like a thousand years after uh, this date and so like he's so such an early adopter of copper technology that like the, it pushed back the concept of when europeans were using copper um which is pretty wild yeah the that's the sensational headline that like everything that has to do with history wants to say it's always like it changes everything we know about this topic and usually that's not true usually it is just sensationalism but in this case mm-hmm. it was true that's awesome it was true it's like it, with the tattoos last time where they were like we thought it was only women oh shit we found a man with tattoos it's like oh dang this copper's wicked old but sees no, breaking ground with his scraper it, and copper. Yeah. It is worth mentioning, just to get it out there, that the people in North and South America, I think just in South America, but maybe also North and South America, had already been used, uh, been mining and using copper for tools at this point. Um, they started it first. 
but they just never did it to the scale that Europeans ended up doing it. But that's kind of irrelevant. So back to the so, copper axe. Oh, so I was going to say, we've been talking about tools for 15 minutes now. I would like to know it was an Etsy stomach, please. Okay, let me finish talking about the axe. We're going to get it's there. Literally the next, it's literally it's, it's the next thing in my notes. I just want to finish talking about the axe so we can do like equipment all at once. And then we can start talking about his gut health. So the copper axe was, uh, it was cast from a mold. And they can tell that from like the, basically like the, uh, th- there's some imperfections in it that are indicative of mold casting. Um, and it's 99.7% pure copper, which is, I mean, it's very pure copper. It's not, uh, and so it would have been extraordinarily valuable at the time. It's led researchers to theorize that he was either a smith or someone super important who would have been able to, like, you know, buy the axe or just like, you know, it, it would you would have to be an important person to have one of these axes or you'd have to be the person who makes them. And so the smith theory was originally led credence, lent credence by the fact that when they studied his hair, they found copper particles and arsenic in his hair and arsenic is a byproduct of the copper smelting process late this was later like we got more studies from like more hair samples from around that time and it turns out that it was not an exceptional amount of arsenic and copper but more indicative of maybe somebody who like lived in the same town that it was being smelted it was yeah, his, his best friend past the was, uh, every day yeah, yeah utsi's best friend worked at the coppersmith and he would always stop by on his way um before a bear hunt just to hang out with old um bo give me a name uh gabagool gabagool he would say go hang out with his friend gabagool on his way for a bear hunt and then be like oh you know you got arsenic in my hair well see you later Mm -hmm. um so a fun thing about metal uh is that you can uh every sort of source of metal has its own composition for that metal so like obviously copper is an element but deposits of copper ore have traces of other elements within them um and these are going to be in unique like unique proportions for each source of metal so if you can get an accurate reading of these trace elements, you can match a, a metal object to the source that it came from if you've like measured the elements at that source. So based on that, they found out that the copper um, for Utzi's axe w- came from Tuscany, which uh, is on the, west, the, like the western coast of Italy. It's where Florence is, um, which is pretty far from the Alps in terms of where, how Italy is. Then studies of the strontium isotopes in his teeth, which is, this is a whole other thing, um, but basically when you're growing up, the strontium isotopes from the water source that you drink from get, um, they, they basically become integrated into the enamel in your teeth. Um, and so you can, and then they're sealed in the enamel and they never change. So you can figure out where somebody was born by te- testing the strontium isotopes um, well, not where they were born, but where they were like three or four years old when the like where permanent teeth water. were forming. Yeah. So you can figure out where the um, where they were drinking water from by matching the strontium isotopes in the tooth enamel to strontium isotopes from known water sources. And so based they, on that, so where did they find that? Yeah. Yeah. So based on that, they found out that he is from a part of the Alps called the Isaac Valley. Um, which is on the eastern side of the Alps. Um, so basically, it's about 250 miles away from Tuscany, where the copper was found, uh, was sourced from, uh, and with with basically 
a whole fucking mountain range in between. So that's some exotic shit that he had. If it's 250 yeah. miles away, that's far as fuck back then. So that's, that's some yeah, import he, shit. He was going up and down those mountains. He was a mountaineer, especially based on the wear of his like legs. <laughs> his leg bones um, were actually proportioned differently than most people from that time period, which is a thing that can happen if you are walking up and down mountains from a young age. And fighting bears. Interesting. And fighting don't bears. The bears. Don't forget the bears. Do you think that do you so you do do you not think the Smith theory then? You just think that he was someone important? Yeah. He um, seems I important. Don't think he like knows. he's he's wearing bear hats and shit. Like he's fucking hucking up and down mountains. Like he's he's a badass bitch. Like I think that he was definitely someone important. So based on the pollen, uh dust grains and isotopic composition of a tooth and enamel, he spent his childhood near the present South Tyrol village of Feldthurns, north of Bolzano, but later went to live in valleys about fifty kilometers farther north. So he was he had a lot of mobility throughout his life. And I don't know if that was something unique to him or if people back then were just a lot more mobile than we think they were. Is that all in Italy where he he, he resided? Or was that like halfway between Italy and like, and then some in Austria? It's, I think I need to look at a map to compare all of this. And so I don't want to say something inaccurate, but I think it's all in Italy. I, if you say one thing that's in, inaccurate, that's totally cool. Cause Bo and I have been saying inaccurate shit this entire time. <laughs> and we'll continue. But like, to that's your gimmick. So it's okay. It's Chumpty Dumpty here. We've got three options. Pick the correct one. What was Utsi's last meal? Chumpty Dumpty. <laughs> so one of them is one of them is right. Yes, one of them okay. is correct. Okay, I believe he it. said Chumpty Dumpty. I did say Chumpty Dumpty. Yeah, so I said right. Yeah, did I not say? Oh, I, thought you, I thought you said Humpty Dumpty. Oh no, Chumpty Dumpty. No, Chumpty Dumpty. Um, hit me, hit, hit me with them, hit me with them, them, them meals, the meals. Okay, was it um, a Neolithic trail mix uh, made of dried silphium fruit and peanuts? Was it? A mixture of bread, tomato sauce, and cheese, or was it um, a mix of dried ibex and deer meat and einkorn wheat? Okay. Sidebar. Sidebar. Food sidebar. Yeah. Ooh, I'm hungry now. I wish it was macaroni and cheese. Hey, can so I drop I, a sidebar? That, yeah, get on. Do you not know here. this? I mean, I do know it, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. And I just want to okay. be a part of the sidebar. Hey, oh, yeah, get in here. Come okay, on. Get, get, get in. There's room okay, for everybody. Okay, great. Not for, not for Zach though. He's, he's I'm not sure how I feel about this. Get out, Zach. Um, so, well, so okay. The second one has to be a trick, right? Because he's essentially just ex- explained what pizza was. Or a the first one, or a calzone, or uh, or or um a pizza cone that they're making now, which obviously mm. he wouldn't have then because they didn't have cones back then. Um, <laughs> the first the one trail is a modern mix. Invention. Tra- yeah. Trail mix would make sense because you know, you if you're going hiking, you need trail mix. Because he was on the trail. Yeah, yeah trail. I mean, if he was and mountaineering he fa- and he's in trail mix. He's mountaineering, he's on the trail, and then maybe he ran out of trail mix and then lost the trail and then fell into an ice hole. Oh, oh the trail see. mix helps you find the trail. I didn't know that yeah. about trail mix. Oh, yeah. A big, <laughs> I'm a big hiking guy, and every time I don't have trail mix, I get lost, and then they have to call in the helicopters. It's a whole thing. I'm wildly in debt. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that you get charged for that? If, you, if, the, yeah. if like a helicopter's come pick you up, like you have to pay for that shit. Unless you've got, uh, unless you've got lost in the woods insurance, right? Which I think no one has except for like Bear Grylls. Can you just say it was a crime? Mm-hmm. Can you be like, oh, some crazy man took me here and dropped me in the middle of the, and then left me? It wasn't my choice. Maybe. 
possible. I mean, that you you could try, it, but all uh, like someone has to pay for it, so you could blame it on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, what help. was the last one, Zach? Some sort of meat? Uh, yes, uh, it was a mix of dried ibex and deer meat and uh, einkorn wheat. So we had deer jerky wheat. and granola. Okay, Bo, yeah. if you had to pick between deer jerky and granola going on a hike or just a super dope trail mix going on a hike, what would you pick? Deer jerky. I know you'd pick jerky because I've seen you eat so much jerky. I know you love jerky. I also love mm-hmm. jerky, and I always follow you, so let's go with that one. I know it's wrong. Nope, that was the right one. Oh, my it. God. Oh, Fucking go. Bo. Jerky wins jerky. every time. You got it. I love jerky, too. That's a great so snack for there's... hiking. You got some protein. Like yeah. you keep, you, it's great. Utsi was such a fucking visionary, dude. He was so ahead of his time. Utsi, man. I just keep on. So Utsi. they found it in his stomach, which means that he ate it a relatively short time before he died. And they were able to, based on a microscopic analysis of the, uh, of the meat, they could figure out that it had never been cooked and instead was dried, uh, which I think is cool. That's pretty fucking cool. Jerky jerky so could did were they able to do like carbon dating or whatever like to find anything about the the meat that was in his stomach or like what kind of species of animal or like exact species of animal that shit I was bet, or it was does it even matter and deer yeah it was like, ibex was and deer <laughs> uh well uh, the ibex is a species um yeah what was its name uh just make some shit up dave is <laughs> <laughs> that so funny no, Thanks Dave for the your Ibex. sacrifice, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. What a good guy. Let's see, yeah. ate your meat and then died after. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, th- so the Ibex actually got revenge at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the fact that it was einkorn wheat is uh, really interesting as well because einkorn is uh, a cultivar of wheat. Um, so we know that whatever, uh, whatever place that he was from was uh, agricultural. So they were growing crops. They were farming this shit. This isn't something he found in the wild. They were they were making it happen. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. We also know from his gut, uh, we know about the time, uh, we basically know about the the journey of the couple of days leading up to his death. Uh, and so when he was eating his previous meals before his last one, um, some pollen got into the food and he ate the pollen. And so there's pollen in his intestines. And pollen, you can pretty, you can look at pollen and tell what species of plant it came from. So you know um, what altitude he was at based on what plants grow at those altitudes. And there was also pollen in his clothes. And then the presence of this pollen also means that he was, uh, that he died in the spring, like late spring, early summer. And we know that before, in the days before he died, he was going up and down and up and down the mountains. He was like, not just like on an uphill trek, he was going up and down. And like we were just talking about, he was the kind of guy who did a lot of walking. The tibia, femur, and pelvis were worn and proportioned um, in a way that would suggest that. So the other, based on this you other think stuff. If you, yeah. Do you think if you put him on, a, on flat ground, he leaned over a little bit? I think so. I would, I would wager. Like maybe lean forward a little. <laughs> or leaned back, depending on if he was an uphill guy or a downhill guy. You gotta do both if you're mountain climbing. Oh, yeah, so maybe that means he was perfectly balanced. Oh, as all things are. Oh, it all Mm. goes back to Thanos. So, uh, based on this mobility and the fact that his last meal was ibex meat, which is a type of alpine goat, um, there was goat fur as part of his clothing, um, has led a lot of people to... The the dominant theory for what he was is uh, a shepherd. 
and you know maybe shepherds were in high status uh, is that why they named the in his hometown <laughs> yes yeah exactly <laughs> absolutely you hit the nail on the head he also had shepherd's pie in his tummy that's why they named it after well him. i mean he just because he had the copper axe didn't make him a smith why does having the goat clothes and the goat meat mean that he's a goat shepherd especially yeah. when you know that there were specialties in this community like the guy who made shoes or whatever like why mm -hmm. you know yeah they found him encased in ice you know he wasn't he wasn't an ice cream salesman nor david <laughs> blaine i mean it could be that he was like um you know a local a local leader uh and maybe he spent so much time in the mountains going up and down because he was traveling to other towns for like diplomacy or something like that i mean it makes sense that you would chase a herd of goats up and down a mountain a couple of you know every once in a while maybe uh it could also be that maybe he was a a shepherd earlier in his life and through i mean we don't know we have no idea how the social like that's true the, the social system of his hometown so it could be that like everyone loved the shepherd and elected him leader at some point anyway, this, is, this seems like wild speculation at this at yeah, this, this is absolutely moment. wild speculation this is wild speculation Remember um, he was the we leader of all of pre-italy yeah so let's talk about something that's not wild speculation how did he die ice i've got <laughs> i don't know he was I really know. fucking cold <laughs> he so, forgot his bear blanket <laughs> So I've got a two dumps and a chump. I mean, I've got a two chumps and a dump here. Uh, so this is, I'm going to give you three options. One of them is correct. You can only die one way. You it's can only true. die one way. So it's how true. did Utsi die? He was a willing sacrifice. He was murdered. Or he was in a hiking accident and fell off a cliff into a glacier. Okay, sidebar. Sidebar. Uh, Ash, do you know this? Sidebar. I do. I'm going to refrain from this sidebar. Thank you for the inclusion in the last one. I, you're very welcome. You may join us anytime. Um, Zach is still on. He's on probation for the dentist mm -hmm. episode where he held his hostage. Yep. Uh, so the. Zach and I are in our own sidebar. We're doing it right now. Last, you can stop us. Oh my God. <laughs> you're, I mean, you are in the same room, so I, I, I literally can't stop you. Uh, so Watch the, me. I'll stop. I'm on my way. The, <laughs> the, see, well, be one the last episode the last episode Bo I remember them saying something about someone being murdered because we were talking about tattoos and nature's tattoos but I can't remember if that was Utsi know, or the sand burial we don't, one we don't I think it was think actually the sand burial one I think we don't even think about that though because this murder just is the answer anyway well but also quick right real quick Zach a sand burial is when you <laughs> so when you put somebody in, in some sand, sand and then you, you cover them, them with sand. Yeah, he knows. It was his favorite. It was the favorite them. thing he learned. Okay, yeah, good. I, I just want to just wanna double check. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I I don't think that is I don't think that the murder is right because um, I think it was the sand burial one, and they would have probably mentioned that if he was murdered. They also would have mentioned it there. So I want to say option C. However, if you want to say B, I'll follow you into the dark. Um, how about this time I follow you? Okay, so we're going with fell off of a cliff. Is that your final answer? Fell off of a cliff, yes. Ah, that's not right. I'm sorry. Was he murdered? murdered? I swear to God, if he was murdered. <laughs> he was murdered. Oh my he God. Murdered. See what happens when I don't follow you, Bo? See what I happens? Know, he was murdered. I'm so sorry. He was buried I'm so in sand. Uh, <laughs> he was buried in ice sand. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, about what? Hold on, scandal of the century. <laughs> yeah, so Call he was murdered. The CT I... scans that were um, a CT scan that was done about ten years after he was found uh, revealed an arrowhead embedded in his shoulder. Oh shit! Uh, That's fucking really hardcore. close to his lungs. Yeah, it's uh, it was it went into his shoulder and I think it deflected off of his uh, shoulder blade and ended up really close to his lungs and so Damn. it was a, a wound that would be pretty quick to kill you even today um it would be it was very fatal so in addition to that he also had bruises and cuts on his hands wrist and chest including a super intense cut on one of his thumbs that went down to the bone um and hadn't had much of a chance to heal yet and he had cerebral trauma uh so trauma to his head that was consistent with um getting his uh bell rung pretty he uh, got pretty hardcore bonked. jesus he christ got bonked. He was got this bonked. like a was this like a fucking like they ganged up on him and like beat the shit out of him and shot him with an arrow because it sounds like it. it's it's entirely possible so basically based on the based on the wounds um and like how healed they were it seems like he got into a pretty nasty fight 24 to 48 hours before he died let's see what are that you was doing he got the buddy? hand bruises and the scratches and stuff so here's yeah, okay. he here's, here's what happened utsi was in a bar and he went in yeah, there in the and he was, like, the Alps. he was like yo uh, my name is utsi and i'm here to fucking party and he ordered his favorite drink which was the italian ice i don't know the avalanche. The avalanche. Avalanche thing. Yeah. It's when, it's when you drop in um, <clears throat> a shot glass full of ice water into uh, more ice water. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then he started, he, he, he got some, he got shitty with somebody who's giving the side eye and he, he fought him and then they followed him into the mountains and shot him with an arrow and bonked him on the head with a club. <laughs> it was guy. a comical bonk when it hit too. It was like, bonk. Bonk. <laughs> Um, so basically based on the, the pollen that was found on his clothes and everything, it seems like he started off at a high altitude, went down to a lower altitude, not like ground level, but like mountain valley level there. He got into the fight and then he went back up into the mountains where he eventually was shot in the back with the arrow and bled out. Buddy. It's yeah. So he got into the fight. He escaped that. That's when he, um, ate. One of his meals uh, was shortly after the fight, then retreated up into the mountains. Then it seems like a lot of his tools had been recently reshaped before his death. Um, so maybe like he broke a knife in the fight and was trying to like sharpen it back up again. Um, and maybe his arrows were broken at the fight or he was like scavenging the materials to make the bow and arrow to like try and prepare for these guys who ganked him. And to, you said like, that his come back and take knife. Sorry. You said that his knife was pretty worn down, right? Like he had retouched it a lot of times and it was getting low on material. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was in pretty rough shape. Uh, they, The article that I read said that it was like pretty much at the point where if he re he could retouch it maybe one more time before like it became unusable. Then after he retreated up into the highlands is when it's like he those ate. kids who who have those pocket knives that they've had for like. 15 years it's just a rusty pocket knife you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so that's when he ate the deer jerky and then he got short uh, he got shot shortly after and whoever oh, shot him buddy. um 
went into his body and broke off the was pro- probably trying to get the arrowhead out but it was like embedded in his bone i think um but the the shaft broke off and so the shaft of that arrow was not found today um, which, on unsolved mysteries utsi the right? ice man it seems like like that that really leans towards the murder theory for me is the fact that they tried to it seems like they tried to hide the crime by like removing the arrow if I know anything about murder, he still had his axe. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. we know well, that so, the reason why we know that he was actually wearing his clothes when he died and he didn't die naked is that his coat had a hole in it where the arrow went through. So I've watched a lot of cool. uh, murder porn, investigated murder porn. It's always the spouse. So mm. was that the Mary? Get, get him. I, there's no way of knowing. Mm. Can you ask? I'll ask. <laughs> next Car- time. Hey, carbon, carbon date. <laughs> Um, carbon date, uh, uh, his <laughs> wedding finger. Next time he's, uh, next time I'm in Italy, I'll go okay. ask. Good. Because if Good. you're, if you're killing someone and you're trying to cover up your crime and you're trying to, I mean, maybe they weren't trying to cover up their crime and they're just trying to reclaim their arrows. You know, in video games, you're like, ah, that's my only arrow. I gotta get that back. Mm-hmm. But then you yeah. don't take the ones that he has that are already in progress or like the two that are finished and you don't mm-hmm. take his dope axe. Like, yeah, that's and not they robbery, didn't take the you know? Axe. Them not taking the axe is a really uh, is a really interesting part of it as well, because that's what implies to me personally that the person who murdered him may have been somebody from the same town as him. Because if they came back Ooh, rocking Nancy's axe, then people would know where they got that axe from. They're like, where'd you get that shit? And be like, oh, uh, uh, Internet. What are you doing with Utsi's axe that that rare axe from 250 miles away that only one guy has? Oh shit! Oh, uh, he let me borrow it. Um, yeah, yeah. Lindsay, good friend of mine. Hope he comes back. I'm holding it like. for a friend. Uh, so I have seen people th- who have theorized that he was a willing sacrifice, but um, the like official Utsi researchers, the people who work at the museum, don't agree uh, with that theory. Well, they're idiots. Um, and and so the main yeah, it's, it's a idiots. hypothesis at best. No, cool. uh, and so like the main theory. the main argument Method. for the idea that he was sacrificed is that he was found with the axe he was found with all of these tools it would have been unwieldy for him to be carrying all of that stuff while he was like on the run through the mountains or whatever and like all the other equipment but then what kind of negates that for me is like if you're going to sacrifice somebody why would you like shoot them at some random point in their back that just happens to be fatal perhaps um, you're wondering why you would shoot a bot before throat work about the <laughs> he's back um, uh, and then if that's he was, amazing if he was if he was being buried with tools like usually the point of a sacrifice is that you're getting rid of something that is useful and valuable so why would all of his tools be shitty and on their last legs um, because let see themselves what's useful and valuable yeah I don't but know, you think they give him some new tools before he heads off <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. like normally when you see somebody who's been sacrificed, they're like very. They have with, the finest like, of everything. Yeah, really good stuff. Stuff that people would actually miss. That's you don't like want to give the gods your, your bullshit. Your gods don't want your garbage. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. I, I've got a couple of like bonus notes for some other ice mummies with interesting stories. If you want to hear about that, if we want to go over, but otherwise, uh, we can call it there. How far over? Um, fifteen minutes tops. Uh, that's too far. I don't even think it would be that much. Um, one of them is about a pair. It's a it's a, a trio of uh, a trio of children. Oh, wait, 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 here, wait, real quick, real quick. Tell you what, say them as fast as you can, and we'll see how much we remember of what you just say. Go and okay. start. Go. 
Okay, so one of the I wanted to talk about is the children of Yuyayaco, which is a mountain and the border of Argentina and Chile. Uh, it was three kids found on the top of the mountain, um, a 15-year-old girl, a 6-year-old girl, and a 7-year-old boy. They were child sacrifices, which were done by the Inca. Um, they were from various right. places around the Inca Empire and uh, were probably the children of local leaders. The Inca would sacrifice, the, would select the children who were the children of local leaders in order to legitimize their rule right. as well as integrate them into the empire, um, <laughs> saying that your children were special enough to speak to the gods and would possibly put put some special treatment down on your village. It was a pretty cool thing. Chemical analysis of their bodies Slower. indicated they were fed a lot in the time before their deaths. They were fed very Faster. rich meals and they were paraded <laughs> around the capital city of Cusco as part of a ceremony before their death. Uh, then they were brought up into the mountains with a very long hike. Uh, they were fed lots and lots of corn beer and coca leaves. Uh, and they were left to die. They were left to die in a sacrificial chamber. The mountaintop is so high up that instead of being frozen in a glacier like Utsi was, they were frozen dry because they were 20,000 feet above sea level. And they legit looked like they died yesterday, except for the one of them. Drunk voice. Except except the one that got struck by lightning because one of the bodies got struck by lightning. Case of case of. <laughs> The next one is from uh, Franklin's Lost Expedition in 1845. Uh, he was trying to find the Northwest Passage to shortcut across America Canadian. by ship. Oh, uh, yeah. By going under it instead of going, uh, by going over it instead of going under it. Because going under America takes way too long. But he thought you could go over it uh, and it would take a lot less time to get from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Um, but Italian. The, uh, but the stupid idiots found the Arctic <laughs> Circle instead, and they all froze to death because of that, and also because of cascading failures uh, and lead poisoning, which were either from poorly soldered canned food or like you the just desalinators. Found out that your girlfriend cheated on you. Oh my god! The desalinators that they used for drinking water <laughs> poisoned oh, them with lead. Uh, and so <laughs> the bodies weren't mummified, but f uh, from the expedition, but four guys who died along the way were buried. Tell me why so. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> the bodies froze and looked perfect from the outside. <laughs> Although their insides were apparently liquefied before freezing because the bodies were kept on the ships for a couple of days. I'm going to be no honest, one. I am not retaining any of this information when you're doing the silly voice. I hope somebody is, yeah. because I'm not, but this has been very fun, and I enjoyed it very much. Thank you for this. Uh, yeah, I appreciate this is one of the commitment to the bit. And I thank you. you. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's a, this has one of the few examples of an ice mummy that had a name. We know one of the guys, his name was John Torrington. Valley Girl. There three other guys as well. And he died of pneumonia, which was made worse <laughs> by lead poisoning? <laughs> That's everything that I have. Oh, I love that. That was great. Well done. It crammed into like three minutes. It was perfect. I, was, I love anything? that. anything? Yeah. Uh, there was three, three siblings that died a sacrifice for the Inca. Worthy something. Worthy uh, of the you, gods or some shit. that guy's name? Bane Chota. There's a guy named Jibdles McGarvish or something. Oh, John Torrington. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, thanks, for, thanks for dumping on us, Zach. I had a really good time getting really in-depth into Utsi. I Thank like you. Itzy. Thank you for I think yeah. I have one party with Itzy. I want to drink avalanches with Itzy. I want to not die with Itzy. I want to know for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's, we, I wish I knew. We wish we could know what his whole I deal wish. was. Cause I wish we yeah, could. I really wish I could know what his job was. It'd be interesting to know. Um, I hope our listeners like listening to the, like, pr the, the, I feel like we really got out the microscope on this one, you know? We're yeah. Like, well, let's yeah. zoom yeah. in on this little particular topic. So, but uh, Ash, uh, what, was, what was? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. That was I was going to say, 
I was going to start with Bo because Bo's usually the one who derail, derails it. So you can't derail it if you're the one who starts it unless you're <laughs> going to immediately derail it. But uh, hey, Bo, what was your favorite thing that you learned? Um, that you could do a lot of voices. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, it does. What was the favorite thing that you learned about Utsi? Oh, that he killed bears? Not true, but I'll accept it. Okay. Uh, you can't disprove well, that. Well, I mean, that's true. We can't disprove that. Possibly true, so I'll accept it. All right, Andrew, what was your favorite thing that you learned? I like almost everything I heard about Utsi. I like that he eats beef jerky, because I do that. Deer, um, deer jerky. Deer jerky. Jerky in general. Oh, so I've, I've had many, yeah. I've had many jerkies. Uh, I like that Utsi was just, he's just a normal guy, you know? He had, he had cavities like the rest of us have had before. You know, he's, he's, he, had, he had Lyme disease like everyone does. Um, he didn't have <laughs> diabetes, which I think he, if he would have survived the attacking, he may have gotten it. Um, and then uh, my second favorite thing that I've learned was that Zach does such a good Valley Girl impression. I honestly want you to do that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Please. I didn't laughing. know that Utsi had shoelaces. Uh, that's awesome. Pretty cool, right? And the, the shoelaces were made out of aurochs, which I think is pretty rad. Yeah, I love that. But right before our, um, our, our bye-byes, do you want to sing one last song about Utsi before we say bye-bye? Utsi was an Irish man who lived in Italy. <laughs> he hunted bears. He made his own shoveling things as well. He got shot in the back while he was high in the Mount Italy. He froze to death and was in sacrifice to the gods. Oh, Utsi was a friend of mine who got murdered. He tried to live his best life, eating the best jerky he could. Until one day he was shot in the back. From an arrow, who almost took his what was it, his hatchet? What was it? His hatchet? I'm so sad that you didn't end that with attack. That was so close. You were so close. <laughs> or his hat that almost took his, or his hat. hat. You're, it's alright. It's alright. You're learning. You're doing great. That was great. Also, if you could have shoehorned him eating the shoe in there, that would have been ten out of ten. So I'm gonna go nine point five. Okay. Okay. Next podcast. Wait. Alright. That's all I got. See you guys. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends, let's listen together on Get Dumped On an Info Dump Podcast. Tune in next Wednesday for the Hump Day Dump Day. Hump Day Dump Day. New episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to email us. Don't forget to email us. Message us on Instagram at Get Dumped on Pod. Use our email for free trials. Send a letter to uh, Stop it. 125 Anytown <laughs> Street, Anyville, USA. Stop it. <laughs> that was a fake address. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs>